All right, everyone. Welcome back to the 9 to 5 Fitness Podcast. We're on week three of our quarantine podcast episodes. Last week, I had the opportunity to interview um, a personal trainer from Tampa Bay, Florida, uh, Nina Neary. So if you haven't checked out her interview, she had some good stuff. We kind of talked about a lot of personal things that she was dealing with. Um, in terms of how it's affecting her personally, how it's affecting her clients, um, and just her overall outlook about the situation. So if you haven't listened to that, go ahead over and uh, check that out. Get some good stuff. She was um, very positive, uh, ultimately, about uh, her situation and kind of what people can do to kind of get through um, these tough weeks. So and it uh, looks like, unfortunately, we're going to be in for another week or two or three. Who yeah, knows? Yeah, we are. I, I need to listen <laughs> to that episode so I can um, get positive for these next few weeks. <laughs> yes, that's very important because uh, yes. there's of many us, more to come. Yeah, your brain, your brain can go in a million different directions on what's going to happen next. So best thing to do, just keep going each day and try to look at all the good things that you can um and maintain some sense of normalcy and maybe try to add some new fun stuff to your schedule whenever you can so looks like next week we'll continue our quarantine podcast episodes um Mm -hmm. but sydney just wanted to follow up and see kind of what's new what's going on it's week three what's happening well um i actually am taking your advice that you just said which is take up some new things I've been doing a lot of new things around home, a lot of reading, podcasts, all that kind of stuff. And Kyle and I have challenged ourselves to train for a half marathon, which Ooh. is exciting. And I've, I've never run um, that far before. Like the furthest race I've ever done is an 8K. And he's kind of on the opposite boat. Like he's done everything. He's paced somebody for like 44 miles of their 100 mile ultra race so we're kind of coming at it from different perspectives but we're both like out of running shape so it's kind of fun to do it together wow i can't even imagine pacing anybody for more than 10 miles let alone 40 miles no i know right i was like that's crazy (laughs) yeah that's like one of those things that he looks back on and he's like wow how did i even do that What's uh what's the plan? Like how you guys I mean I know you guys both have experience in running, but um based off of the current circumstances, how you guys approaching this? Yeah. Okay, so we have no idea. I mean, obviously nobody knows like when the races are gonna open up and if they're gonna have to cancel different things. So we're not like officially signing up for anything. We just kind of set our date that we're like, okay, this is when we're gonna train to like, you know if there was a half marathon on this day, then we will do it. You know what I mean? Because you just kind of don't know right now. But I think we're both on the same page. And, like, if if the actual, like, big race event isn't open, like, we're just going to do it together anyways. Like, why not? It's just kind of fun to have something to train together for, you know? Yeah, you can just run in a big circle for a long time. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> well that's pretty cool because yeah that's pretty cool because that might not be a thing that a lot of people are trying to focus on accomplishing some you know fitness feat that they've maybe were trying to plan for and then all of a sudden now their plan has been thrown off but 
you're taking it kind of a you know an extra step and saying, all right, I'm going to actually accomplish something uh, over the next few days or weeks, however long we have. Um, so I think that's pretty cool that you know you can have that motivation and come up with a plan to even though you know you're not really uh, able to complete this type of program in the way that you want to, you're making it happen. So um, I think that's pretty encouraging for a lot of people that say, hey, like you know, you can still, you can still accomplish something. You don't have to just kind of sit around and wait for things to go back to normal. Um, or just kind of hope that, you know, you don't lose any of your gains or, you know, make it or lose any of your progress. Like, Hey, get up and, you know, try to accomplish something. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, for sure. And I, I feel like we both, like, we always have fitness goals, but like our wedding is coming up in four months. So both of us well, actually less than four months now. So I think both of us are kind of at the place where we're like, okay, like we want to get in better shape. We want to do something like we need something to help us keep on track. And I feel like just like reaching for something like that, like whether the like big event is going to happen or not, like you can still reach. You don't need like that event. You know what I mean? Like you can still challenge yourself to do something big. So that's what we're doing. We're taking this time to challenge ourselves and we'll see how it goes. Yeah. Half marathons, pretty big. Definitely pretty big. <laughs> I know, but you, you did a marathon, which I still am not crazy enough to try to do. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty crazy. I mean, well, to be fair, like I, I started off with two half marathons before I even considered running a marathon because, um, you know, I finished a half marathon almost maybe 10 years ago because I was training with somebody to take them through it. So it wasn't really a personal goal in terms of, hey, I want to do a marathon and I want to see how well I can do. I was really supporting a client. Um, so we did it together and it was super motivating for her. And for me, I was like, all right, great. I get to see what it takes to complete a half marathon. Um, and for me, I would say the process was, it was good just to kind of get what the experience looks like, how you set it up, how to take somebody through it, how to make sure that they're doing well and they're not, you know, overtraining or experiencing any long setbacks. I mean, then actually going through the experience of a, of a race day. So that was, that was fun too, just to, just to see what it felt like and just to be like, wow, okay, 13.1 miles is, it's, it's long, but physically <laughs> it's, it's not, it's not impossible. It's not I would impossible. say for, yeah. for, for most, for most people, if you've had any experience running at all, I think, um, and I think we touched on this. If you want to go back and look, listen to our marathon episode where Joe and I kind of talked about our training progress. Um, you know, half marathons are, are, are pretty doable. If you have any kind of experience running, it just kind of takes it to another level where you have to be a little bit more strategic and have a long-term goal, um, set in terms of your training frequency and sticking to it and not varying off of it. Cause there's not a lot of people that can just be like, Oh, I can run. All right, let's go see if I can do a half marathon. There's people oh my that, gosh, <laughs> right? there's people I'm sure that have done that, but for most people, you probably need to train a little yeah. bit just so you can get your body ready and uh, you don't collapse. And then, you know, after you kind of take yourself through that whole training process, you'll have a pretty good idea if, if a, a full marathon is something you ever want to consider. Because it took me a long time after a half marathon to even think about wanting to do a full marathon. Because I was, I was pretty good with a half marathon. I was like, all right, that's oh, good. That's long yeah. enough. If I don't run anything else longer than that, I'd be totally fine. <laughs> and then, Absolutely. Yeah. And then several years later, I was like, all right, maybe I'll, maybe I'll do it. I'll try. It. Yeah. Yeah. So, but that's cool. 
I'm excited. Yeah, that's uh, awesome. I'm excited uh, too. And uh, you have your treadmill at home, so it'll be a good good test to see if you can get a lot of indoor miles in as well. Yes. Yeah, I have my treadmill, and I have never been a person who loves running on the treadmill. I really like running outside. I get kind of bored on the treadmill, but I've done a few runs inside, and it's gone well so far. So. We'll I have see. to say, yeah, I have to say, I just remembered too. I saw something about, and because you mentioned like running events, um, somebody, I think it was one of the the Angels baseball players out here uh, in Southern California in Anaheim, uh, Albert Albert uh, Pujols, I think his name. His his found foundation uh, basically set up um, you know a fundraiser, and they're having people kind of do their own you know, race, like accumulate a certain amount of miles and they get their shirt and they get their bib and they're just supposed to go out and like basically do what you're doing, doing, doing what you're doing, but obviously not a half marathon, but trying to set up their own race. So I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah. So, you know, other people are kind of coming up with creative ways to get themselves motivated to accomplish some kind of, you know, activity when it's really hard to um, obviously put together an organized physical event. So, yeah, cool. that actually is really cool. Maybe I should look for one of those. Yeah, it was just the first one I saw, and uh, you know, there might be other ones out there. Who knows? Or maybe we'll start one for our sunny, sunny community group. That'd be cool, True. too. That'd be fun. <laughs> Come run with me, guys. <laughs> a little challenge, little challenge for y'all. Yeah. Okay. Um, well, cool. We'll, we'll, uh, we'll make sure we keep you motivated and uh, make sure we check in and see how that's going so you're not, you know, just losing track of your, of your mileage. Yeah, yeah. Keep me on track. I need that accountability. <laughs> All right. So I mentioned gains uh, a little while ago, and I just wanted to bring this up because, you know, if you're somebody that's kind of concerned about, you know, losing progress when it comes to strength or the muscle, the lean muscle that you've built, and you're like, oh, man, like I was doing so well, starting to see progress. I was getting a little, you know, tone and here and there in my arms and my legs and crap, I don't know what to do. How, how am I going to maintain my gains? Something like that. Um, you, you, might, you might be that kind of person. You might not be. But anyway, I just came across um, a few articles and wanted to share uh, my experience with, uh, you know, kind of change, have big, big swings and big changes in your programming and, you know, just having that general uh, uncertainty of knowing whether or not you're going to lose everything that you built up. So, uh, for those of you that have that question and you're concerned about losing your gains, just wanted to give you some confidence. And again, I'll post the articles to these. Um, so post, I'll post some articles so that um, you can verify that these points aren't just taken out of thin air or not my personal opinion. You can go look this up as well. But uh, you're probably not going to lose all of your gains, but you have to be doing something. So if you're just sitting on your couch all day, weeks after weeks after weeks, yeah, you're going to lose strength. Yeah, you're going to lose muscle mass. But if you're doing something, you know, one to two times per week, just some basic resistance training, body weight, um, you're going to be able to maintain your muscle mass and some of your strength as well um, because it's been proven that even though, you know, you may be doing different types of workouts, maybe you're doing lighter weight, um, if you're still kind of pushing yourself and keeping your intensity up, uh, you can hold on to the muscle mass that you've gained. And it's there's also potential for growth, even though you're doing something completely different. So don't be discouraged. There's plenty of evidence out there that points to the fact that you can maintain and continue to grow uh, your lean muscle and hold on to some of your strength 
but you still have to be pushing yourself a little bit doing whatever you can. Um, it was really cool because <laughs> I, I forgot about this article and I came across it um, while I was looking up, um, you know, whether or not people can lose their gains. And uh, it was a really interesting article. I, don't, I completely forgot about it, but um, this, uh, these, these uh, researchers studied whether or not you could do air curls. So if, you're, if you don't know what air curls are, that's what it sounds like. You're not holding on to anything and you're just doing bicep curls and you're contracting your bicep as hard as you can. And that's a rep. <laughs> Wait, let me try one really quick. Oh, that's actually so just... kind of hard. Like, yeah, that's hard. Yeah. I mean, you're just. If you did that over and over. Yeah. So it's just, I mean, it's flexing, right? So if you're somebody that likes to flex your muscles in the mirror or whatever, <laughs> you know, you know how difficult it can be. It's not, you know, it's not. It's not easy to you got to focus you got to contract your muscles anyway they studied this and basically determined that even if you're doing these these air curls or kind of almost like isometric contractions where you're trying to contract your muscle as hard as you can you can do you know sets of you know 20 reps take some rest in between you know do a few do a few sets in a row and you can still see you know, progress and maintain your muscle mass that way. Wow, really? <laughs> that's so cool. Yeah, so again, that's not, you know, it's not something, you're not going to turn into a superhuman doing this, but <laughs> it, it, did, it did show that, you know, if, if you don't have, literally if you don't have anything and you just want to perform air curls, that is a proven way to at least hold on to your muscle mass and get some kind of, uh, training stimulus from just contracting your muscles, flexing your muscles. Wow. Uh, so, yeah, that was pretty cool. And I, I completely Put these into one of your workouts. We need to see this in yeah. action. The no, the no weight air curl flex workout. Yes. Yeah, that would be very interesting to do. <laughs> <laughs> there's, plenty of, there's plenty of people doing that, I think, out there, and they don't even know that they're actually working. <laughs> Yeah, seriously. <laughs> but anyway, that was just a fun thing that I saw. I'll, I'll post the links to the articles if you guys want to check it out in greater detail because it's pretty cool, you know. So anyway, the point is, uh, if you're doing something, you know, even though it's out of your routine, even though it may be a completely different type of workout, as long as you're pushing, pushing yourself, you're keeping that intensity up, you're still using some kind of resistance, and then even in some cases no resistance with air curls, you're going to be okay. You're going to be okay. You're going to get through this. You're not going to lose everything. You'll be fine. Yeah, that's cool. And I like that. Like, I, I feel like it gives people hope, right? Because it's like, if you think, oh, I'm going to lose my gains, then like, why work out at all, right? But yeah, but then if you can help like, it, then maybe you can get excited about your workouts at home. So there you go. Yeah. All right. So moving on, just wanted to touch on one more topic because it's very popular and we might as well just briefly talk about it. And then also just had a fun uh, a fun time uh, researching a different form of mask training because I know masks are that's a hot topic right now because people are wearing masks um, they're trying to protect themselves from getting sick and you know everybody's doing their best to follow you know the guidelines that um, you know the health professionals and doctors are recommending um, so keep doing that it does it does provide some protection so um, if you're out there and, you know, you're thinking about whether or not you should or shouldn't wear a mask, just, you know, be safe, you know, use common sense, follow the direction from the, the medical and health 
uh, professionals, and uh, you know we'll, we'll all do we'll all do our best to keep fighting this together. Uh, but one thing that that made me that brought to my attention was um, there were a lot of people that were wearing masks for training purposes previously, and so I just thought it would be fun to kind of mention the fact that um, you know if you are wearing a mask and if you're going outside and you're curious about how you know wearing a mask might affect you know if you're going for a jog if you're going for a run if you're doing your outdoor workouts and you so happen to have a mask on and you're restricting your blood flow i'm sorry you're restricting your oxygen while you're working out you know what what what's going to happen is that good is that bad should i be concerned you know what what's going on cuz you know if you haven't looked into it already there's plenty of people that use training masks to yeah. work out to respect. Yeah, go ahead. I have some friends, a few friends, because I know, like, we used to be on the track team, right? And some of them had those, like, um, the elevation training masks, but they would, like, wear it to sleep. They would wear it when they were training. It's crazy. They would wear it to sleep? Yeah. Don't ever wear it to sleep. <laughs> if you're listening. I know. I do not recommend that. I'm just do saying, not, I know some people who did it. that. <laughs> oh, man. Well, that's interesting. I'll have to look more into uh, how it affects when you are sleeping. But for those of you that aren't <laughs> sleep with uh, restricted airflow, because please don't do that, um, <laughs> it would it'd just be interesting if you've been thinking about how is the mask going to affect you if you are outside and performing some type of physical activity so just in general and again we're talking about specific masks that are made for exercise and training purposes not surgical masks not bandanas not scarves you know not whatever you're using to cover your face with um, but just in case you know if you're concerned about you know still wanting to go outside and get some activity in but you know you have to wear a mask what is going to happen so just in general you should be fine. Now, if you have some type of respiratory problem where it's difficult for you to breathe anyway, then you might want to really, you know, reconsider um, physical activity or especially intense physical activity if you're going to be wearing a mask outside. But if you're generally in good health and uh, you don't have any respiratory issues, um, it has been shown that if you wear some type of mask that is going to restrict the amount of air you can inhale, um, that will cause a response and um, cause the muscles that help you to breathe to be trained in a way um, that is uh, strengthening for your respiratory muscles. So this has been studied. Um, and again, I'll provide you with the links to the article that was referenced here. But um, those types of masks or any time that you're, it, it's harder for you to inhale and exhale you're going to be training those respiratory muscles to contract harder, your diaphragm, uh, your intercostals, your scalings, certain part of your abdominal muscles. Um, there's a higher level of physical exertion there, uh, which is going to cause those muscles to become tired. And then if you can kind of train them again uh, to a level that they're not usually used to, uh, they have a chance to improve their performance and get stronger. Um, so this has been studied, and, and what that can do is um, increase or improve the performance of the muscles that help you to breathe and take in oxygen, and it can also help you decrease uh, the amount of time for fatigue. So essentially, you could work out a little bit longer, 
because breathing won't be as labored. So just um, keep in mind, um, I'm not saying this uh, will happen if you're, you know, tying a t-shirt around your face, uh, <laughs> but if you're, if you're concerned, if you're concerned about, you know, the airflow being an issue, if you're going outside and you're becoming act active, just know that um, if generally, if you're in good health, uh, that's not something that you can be worried, you should be worried about. Um, if you are worried about it, definitely go, you know, call up your doctor and say, Hey, like, I still want to work out. Do you think this would be a problem for me? But just to let you know that there has been some research done that shows that if you are restricting airflow and it's a little bit more challenging for you to breathe, that has been shown to have some positive benefits on um, your ability to uh, strengthen those respiratory muscles, um, right. which I thought was which I thought was pretty cool. Now it doesn't mean you're gonna again doesn't mean that you should always do this all the time, um, you know, especially uh, with an elevation training mask in general. Um, but that's just one thing that has been studied. And if you're somebody that wants to be more cardiovascularly fit, uh, then maybe that's something you can look into. Uh, as a potential way to strengthen your respiratory muscles. So I just thought that was pretty interesting and it's kind of yeah, off topic. It's actually off pretty cool. Yeah, so it's again... Kind of get... like, it's the same concept as like, you know, like elite runners will go train in areas of high elevation because it restricts the actual oxygen that they can take in. So then when they go back and run in lower altitudes at like regular sea level, they perform better. Kind of the same concept. Yeah, it's, it's similar. I mean, I think the, um, you know, the high altitude training is, is slightly different. But again, in terms of, you know, there being less oxygen in the air and it's harder for your body to process uh, the oxygen it, it needs to maintain the amount of physical exertion needed to perform your activities in higher elevation. Um, this, the, these kind of training uh, responses are more for you know, literally strengthening, strengthening the respiratory muscles. So your body's ability to process oxygen isn't really improved. At least that's what I got from, um, you know, this article. So from a physiological standpoint, it's not going to increase your body's ability to process the oxygen, but it will make your muscles stronger so that you can inhale and exhale stronger. Um, and it kind of delays, you know, if you're somebody who gets, has labored breathing or gets out of breath pretty easily, you may see a slight, um, you know, increase in your ability or the, the time to your fatigue uh, uh, increasing. So maybe you'll be able to run a little bit longer and feel like, wow, I'm not as, you know, out of breath as I, I used to be. Now, again, very, very important to remember that you can get that just by doing more cardio anyway. You don't have to do uh, any of your cardio training wearing a mask to see the most benefit. Um, if you just go out and start, you know, increasing the amount of time or intensity of your cardiovascular activity, you'll improve that anyway. Um, but it has been studied, at least with these training masks, um, that it can help with your respiratory muscle improvement. So anyway, fun fact, something for you to dive into if you're curious about training masks, not necessarily. Um, you know, the surgical masks and N95 masks and whatever other types of masks that are being talked about right now. So, <clears throat> all right. So one more thing we want to touch on just real quick is kind of, um, you know, do a progress check. So this goes for everybody 
Um, we're at the end of week three, maybe week four for a lot of people. So, um, you know, like we mentioned in the first episode, uh, you know, give yourself a little bit of time to kind of reset into your new environment and your new routine. Um, hopefully you've gotten started and you're starting to participate in some kind of regular exercise uh, routine over the last couple weeks. So now's a good time to do a little progress check and say, hey, what's going on? Am I, am I any progress? Am I noticing any changes? Um, have I not done anything and I can see, you know, <laughs> the pounds creeping on or I can, I can tell that I'm starting to get out of shape. Um, now's a good time to just say, Hey, you know, what, let's, what's going on with my, with my physical abilities right now? How, how am I doing? Um, do I need to really start looking at, okay, you know, I'm noticing some things that are backtracking. All right. It's time for me to make uh, that jump into starting, you know, a regular exercise program. Um, you know, maybe you've been doing a lot of research on what you can do, uh, but you haven't selected something yet. Um, now's a good, now's a good time to start. So, um, just do a, like a little, just be honest with yourself, do a little progress check, um, see if there's any ways that you can make changes. If you feel like, you know, whatever you were trying isn't really working, um, check out, you know, other workouts. Maybe it's time to make small adjustments in your training program. Um, or maybe it's just time to kind of refocus and say, okay, I want to start to just be consistent with something, you know, even though I'm not, you know, doing my regular training program, I just want to make sure that I'm, you know, making an effort to, to continue to put my health and fitness uh, as a top priority. So I uh, just wanted to encourage you guys to kind of rethink how the last few weeks have went, uh, do a little quick assessment on how things went, and then see if there's ways that you can uh, incorporate more healthy habits and um, you know, maybe some different exercise training programs to kind of keep you going um, through these uh, next few weeks because uh, it all seems like we're going to be doing this for a little while longer. <laughs> Unfortunately. <laughs> but we'll be, we'll be back for you. We'll have more fun information for you. Maybe a new interview. We'll see. And, uh, you know, always, you know, come follow us on Facebook. Um, check out our Facebook community group. We're always supporting people there. Um, check out our YouTube channel. We're still pumping out workouts every single day. Follow us on Instagram. Follow me and Sydney on Instagram. We're posting stuff not only to um, the Sunny Health and Fitness Instagram account, but we're also posting stuff to our Sunny Trainer accounts. So there's a lot of great information out there. Go back. We have over 50 episodes in our podcast. Go check out some of those just you know, so you have more avenues um, to find some inf inspiration because uh, we just want to make sure that you're staying on track. And uh, you know, leave us a comment. Reach out to us uh, personally, and uh, we'll try to help you out as best we can. Heck yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. <laughs> we'll talk to you guys later, and we'll see you next time. Stay safe. See ya. See ya.